this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. So welcome to Music Stories. The Swingles, or two of the Swingles, I've got Oliver and Joe. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Hi. (laughs) You're very, very welcome. Um, There's actually seven swingles uh, and um, the others are all probably doing interviews for somebody else, I should imagine. (laughs) But uh, you're very, very welcome indeed. And uh, you are um, uh, an a cappella group, aren't you? And I've done some research. You've you've won a few awards. Uh, (laughs) It says here you've won, apart from anything else, five Grammys, which is incredible. Thank you, yes. Congratulations for that. Um, And um, I love your website. We're going to talk about that uh, a bit later on and your gigs and things like that. You've got a new single out. In fact, you've got two. How greedy is that? I know. Well, (laughs) I do things by halves, right? (laughs) Well, it's one a B-side or something. I don't know. (laughs) That's going back some, isn't it? Uh, You've got uh, Man in the Mirror, uh, which was uh, a platinum hit for Michael Jackson, of course. And um, Time After Time, which was, <coughs> excuse me, a number one hit for Cindy Lauper. And uh, anybody listening can't remember it. I've got it here, actually. So we can play just a, a little little snippet of Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. And then guess what we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to play your version. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not all of it. <laughs> So that Cindy Lauper uh, was a number one, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I wonder whether your version will be uh, <laughs> a number one. I don't know. It should be, because I think it's fab. Here we'll play a few seconds of it. Here we go. sort of head dancing on zoom i can tell you do listen to that that's fantastic i love that it's thank really, you yeah no it's really really good and what you do is so clever as well isn't it um so i'm going to ask you all about all that now so no pressure um there's seven of you why seven well you know it's not, you go joe no no go ahead go ahead <laughs> we haven't always been seven actually the group started as eight okay and that was a very like uh, specific number because of the music they were singing which had like a double chorus so it would be four and four singing with each other and um, but as time has gone on the type of music we sing is different um so we moved to seven because we think it works better on stage looks nice yeah an odd um, number in, in a band there's always an odd number because there's the lead singer in the middle yeah whoever's doing the lead the solo and then other people going around and also eight i mean seven people is hard enough to wrangle and manage when you're on tour so seven just makes it easier so just, you know, i was wondering whether that. there was like a musical reason you know so parts of the score were sung by you know some of you or whatever There is, yeah, there actually is. I mean, when we used to be eight people, um, if one of the uh, guys had a solo, our our two basses provide the rhythm section. And so we ended up with four women providing the the, the upper harmonies and three just 
is that magic number for, you know, BVs and that sort of thing. So in terms of fulfilling the harmony, it made sense to have fewer uh, women. Okay. And actually, we don't know whether this is true, but we read this somewhere and it, <laughs> it, it feels right um, that the human brain can only process um, seven individual things. And the moment you go up over that, it sees it, your brain sort of hears it as a group. Yeah. So we sort of think that, you know, eight and above is a choir and seven and below is a group or a band. So we're sort of, I mean, whether there's any science to that's another matter. Well, Other people can do research, but it sounds about right. It, it, sounds, it sounds like a good theory to me. Um, so how did you all meet, Joe? Well, the group's been going since uh, the 60s. Um, uh, Ward Swingle was uh, an American working in Paris, and he set up this group um, by accident, really. It was sort of a group of friends of his who all used to sight read Bach together for fun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they they sort of ended up forming this group, which since the 60s has been an unbroken line of singers. When uh, when one person leaves, another one joins. And uh, yeah, we are still the same group today. That's incredible. So how long have you been involved? Uh, this year, I think it's 17 years for me, wow. um, which is a while. <laughs> and I think coming up to 13, which is yeah. also a really? while. <laughs> it is because neither of you look that old. I mean, <laughs> well, I thank think you very much. <laughs> maybe maybe got the Zoom filter on or something. You know? <laughs> the job comes with uh, an in-house surgeon. So we're, you know. We've <laughs> <laughs> had some work done. <laughs> I don't believe it. Okay, that's fantastic. So um, tell me uh, how you uh, create a, a song. Obviously, something like Time After Time, you can, you know, you've got, you can get the music and you've got the lyrics and what have you. So how do you convert that into what you do with it? Well, I think it's it's a, a real, usually when we pick a song, it's because someone in the group really loves the song. Mm. We're not just doing it arbitrarily. It's because it speaks to someone in the group. Um, so they often will come with an idea of the sort of sound world they want to create. We'll, we'll, you know, take a first hit at doing an arrangement of that. And then we all come together as a group and we sing it with each other move things around in different voices to see where things sit and how they how they sound often like people in the room will throw in ideas oh i think this harmony would work really well here this rhythmic here go away put that all together so often our arrangements though they start from quite a, a solid place and then become very organic and grow as we sing them and and suit them to the voices and i think that's uh part of the joy of this it means that it really feels like the music belongs to each one of the singers it's not something that we're being given it's something that we are growing together so it's sort of an experiment. Yeah, with a, you know, a solid starting point from someone who's a great arranger or a writer. And then from there, we let it grow and, and let okay. it do its thing. And do you write your own music, Joe? Yeah, we do. Um, we write a lot of our own original stuff. And when we choose to do covers, as Ollie said, it's usually because it's spoken to one of us. Um, and when the opportunity came to collaborate with Varde, um, we'd sung with them before live and we thought, wouldn't it be great to actually record this in a studio? So mm. we'd, we'd done Ma uh, Man in the Mirror with them before live at the end of a, a, a vocal festival. Mm. And um, and then Time After Time was one of their arrangements that they thought, oh, you know, let's add the swingles to this. So yeah, it kind of all came about quite organically, but it was through a place of appreciating what the other group does, wanting to sing with them some more. And um, yeah, wanting, wanting to get these things out there because they're songs that we love and we hope that other people will love what we've done with them. Have you got uh, a waiting list, uh, Oliver, to to join the swingles? Oh, you know, we, we um, as Joe mentioned, <laughs> it's like it's a one in one out sort of situation. So we every time we audition for a new role, which, you know, we've just done actually, um, that, you know, it is something that there, a lot of people want to be a part of this and we don't take it for granted how much of a gift it is to be in this job. It's like, mm. it's a dream job for a singer, really. 
Yeah, it's sort of sort of dead men's shoes, then, really, to use that phrase. Yeah. Isn't it? You know, that's how, how we advertise it when we. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, R.I.P. The last one. Now we're going to have uh, yeah. a fresh one. And uh, how long do you think you're going to go on for? Can you see an end to it, or is just going to be uh, going on and on, and as as long as people listen to you, I suppose. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's hard to say. As Ollie said, it's a dream job for a singer because we sing so many different styles and um, so many different um, vocal techniques that go into it. And I think there really isn't another job where you can work in that much detail on something, you know, because we we sing the same pieces a lot until we swap them out for something else. You know, it's really great to be able to um, hone and perfect and uh, work in that way. Whereas I, I think a lot of the music industry or at least in the classical world, you'll perform a concert and then that rep is out the window and you're on to the next thing. So mm. it's, um, yeah, it's really nice to be able to, um, you know, develop things over time and, you know, arrangements that we've been doing for years will sound slightly different now than they did, you know, four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago. It's really nice to be able to um, develop music in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where the experimentation comes in, mm -hmm. I suppose, doesn't it? Because you can t try something different. Now, I've watched uh, your website is fantastic. I'm going to put it with the text uh, with this episode of Music Stories. Uh, basically, it's the swingles.co.uk. A brilliant website with with several uh, of you lot sing singing uh, a cappella, various uh, songs and what have you. And it's brilliantly put together because on some of them you've got um, the faces of the people who are singing particular pieces of the song uh, are on screen and then they disappear and what have you. It's it's very, very well done. I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's no, very good. Uh, so I can recommend that. Tell me about um, your tours because um, you're, you're touring around, aren't you obviously promoting your latest re uh, releases, but uh, where are you off to? Well, you know, our next big sort of focus, which we're really excited about, is uh, we're doing uh, the first inaugural Vocal Weekender in London, um, which is in the Wilton's Music Hall in East London, which I don't know if, you know, if your listeners don't know about it is go Google that venue because it is one of the most beautiful buildings mm. in East London. Um, so we're working hard towards that at the moment. That's the sort of the, the next focus. We'll be um, premiering a whole bunch of new music and, and doing a, 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 you know, music that, that our audience know already. Um, but that's the, the um, in the beginning of May, it actually coincides with a coronation weekend. So it's another reason to come to London <laughs> for people who want to come in and um, yeah. experience the pomp and circumstance of that. But then when they've had enough, come and listen to some beautiful, beautiful vocal music. So, Very well put. Yeah. Very well, very well put. Um, <laughs> have you uh, ever considered as a group doing um, commercial jingle singing work? Um, because I, being a radio presenter, I've I've been I bought jingles in the seventies and well, every decade actually from the seventies uh, <laughs> to now, uh, where harmonising groups sing you know sing jingles and they sing Tony Lloyd and stuff like that. Shall I play you one that was sung by the Pam Singers in Dallas? Okay, yeah, I, haven't played, I haven't played this for a while. Here you go. He's got it. More music, the best sound you can find. Keeping you company. I love that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was um, mid-70s, I think. I, I, paid a, I paid a lot of money for that to be sung in Dallas. And they were that's the people that did all the Radio 1 jingles and stuff like that, you know, around the world. And, and the Americans are 
way ahead in radio and and especially jingle singing as well. So I was just wondering whether I mean you could do. I don't know how many parts that is. I think it's five. But <laughs> no, we can go up to seven. We can we do more. Could. Well, yeah, <laughs> you got a bonus couple. <laughs> but um, I was just wondering whether you'd been approached to do that sort of work. Well, we do we do um, individually a lot of session work for things like TV adverts, um, you know, film soundtracks, that kind of thing. And I, I think I think I have done a couple of jingles here and there, but I I don't think we as a group we we recorded a few for Radio Three over a decade ago for um, Alan Jones, but um, yeah, I'm not sure how long or how successful the, <laughs> how long they lasted or how successful it was. Less salad. Um, yeah, well, that was a very cheesy one, you know, keeping your company and all the rest of it. So it's almost Love cringeworthy it. these days, you know. Well, I have got an up-to-date one uh, from a love from Tony. Hang on, I'll just do the acapella. Let's do the acapella, which is fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah here we go. Love from Tony. Oh, Love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, that's great. Well, good luck with the, the tour and especially um, the Vocal Weekend in London. It's uh, that's, That sounds great. I wonder if I can get over from France to London at a time and come see you backstage. Well, yeah, that would be great. That. Please do. That would be really good. Um, another uh, technical question now. Uh, obviously, you're an a cappella group. Do you use any instruments at all, any percussion or anything to accompany your beautiful voices? Well, so our bread and butter right now is that we we do all the all the sounds ourselves. But the group actually started with a rhythm section, so there were eight singers and a bass player and a drummer. Um, and then, you know, throughout the years, we decided to change that um, over the course of you know many decades. But we still perform with full orchestras. We perform with jazz bands, with mm. brass bands. Um, you know, we collaborate with instrumentalists all the time. But if it's just the seven of us, we do everything vocally. Yeah. And so Man in the Mirror and Time After Time, both those singles, every sound you're hearing on that is made by yeah. the human voice. It's amazing. No, nothing, nothing pre-recorded, no samples, no drum machines, just voices. Just you. That's amazing. We better mention the other members of your team, don't we? Because uh, you're Oliver and Joe. Who are, the, who are the others? We'll give them a shout. Uh, Oliver, who are, the, who are the other? The others are, we've got our wonderful swingle ladies who are Federica and Midge and Joe here, obviously. And the other swingle gents, uh, my tenor partner, John, and our rhythm section basses, uh, Tom and Jamie. And of course, our wonderful sound engineer, Max Hunter. Ah, right. Very important. Uh, Max, welcome. Okay. Um, so uh, what advice would you give to uh, anybody listening to this in the music industry who's thinking, oh, maybe I could do a cappella or maybe I could get involved? Or what, what advice would you give based on your experience over the years? Well, I think it's really important with music making that you make music that you love and that you listen to music that you love. And I think that's why, you know, as I said earlier, we do write our own original music as well, but sometimes it's just really wonderful to pay homage to incredible artists, you know, and and um, show our appreciation that way. But I'd say, yeah, as a musician, do what you love um, and throw your heart into it. And I'd also just to add to that, just I'd say, if particularly with singing, it's amazing. You don't you don't need an instrument, you don't need a studio, you don't need anything. You just need your kitchen or your bathroom and and your voice or maybe a couple of friends. Um, so if it's something you really want to do, just just do it, do it a lot, sing songs, you know, make start writing arrangements. Even basic harmony is amazing and sounds wonderful. You put three voices together mm -hmm. around a campfire and you can create a moment of complete magic. So I'd say just start doing it. You've reminded me of my scout days now, campfires. <laughs> so we won't go there. 
Uh, guys, thank you so much uh, for talking to me on, on Music Stories. Uh, Joe and Oliver, thank you so much for your time. And good luck with um, the Vocal Weekender in London. That sounds fantastic. Thank you. Uh, we'll put all the details with the text with this episode of Music Stories. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film worldwide.